Hey. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, the Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Penny C., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, July 3rd, 2020. Okay. We are reading today from the big book, and we are on the chapter, the forward to the second edition, and we are going to be reading two paragraphs ending with larger future ahead. The reference numbers for yesterday, which was July 2nd, Thursday, the 7 a.m., 14,909, 14909. And the 10 a.m. yesterday, Eastern Time, 14910, 14,910. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who do shared, experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. This is our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And now I'm going to ask Mary Janet to read the 12 steps for us. Good morning. Yes, Mary Janet. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Pass. Thank you, Mary Janet. And now I'm going to introduce Lauren N., and she's going to read the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. 
Good morning, Penny and visionaries. This is Lauren N. The 12 Traditions. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive reader who still suffers. Six, an OA ought group ought never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Less problems of money, prosperity, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, compulsive overeaters should remain forever non-professional but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity from the, at the levels of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Lauren N. Okay, here's how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, you would press star 1 to unmute, and once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book in chapter to the forward to the second edition, the first paragraph, which starts with since the original, and we would read through the two paragraphs ending with larger future ahead. And I'm going to ask Barbara E. to read um, that selection for us. Good morning, Barbara E. Good morning, everyone. Forward to the second edition. 
uh, figures given in this foreword describe the fellowship as it was in 1995. Since the original foreword to this book was written in 1939, a wholesale miracle has taken place. Our earliest printing voiced the hope that every alcoholic who journeys will find the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous at its destination. Already, continues the early task, twos and threes and fives of us have sprung, sprung up around in other communities. Sixteen years have elapsed between our first printing of this book and presentation in 1995 of our second edition. In that brief space, Alcoholics Anonymous has mushroomed into nearly 6,000 groups whose membership is far above 150,000 recovered alcoholics. Groups are to be found in each of the United States and all of the provinces of Canada. AA has flourished, has flourishing communities in the British Isles, the Scandinavian countries, South Africa, South America, Mexico, Alaska, Australia, and Hawaii. All told, promising beginnings have made in some 50 foreign countries and U.S. possessions. Some are just now shaking, taking shape in Asia. Many of our friends encourage us by saying that this is but a beginning, only the augury of a much larger future ahead. Little did they know. Okay, I'll start my timer, but I'll use your help. Thank you. I'd like to continue to focus on the title of this book, Alcoholics Anonymous. The fact that we are an anonymous group ensures the confidentiality maintained, maintained among our members so that we speak freely. The loss of anonymity might make me refrain from being authentic and sharing my truth. For me to know that this is a spiritual program, not a religious program, and if I genuinely want to stop my compulsive food behavior, simply ask what I have to do. It says on page 20, that is the purpose of this book. All we need to do is pick up the spiritual toolkit and follow the instructions exactly. But by the time the second edition of the AA Big Book was written, there were many groups springing up around the country and the world. And with the growth came disagreements and discord. So AA decided that it was necessary to include the addition of the 12 traditions that would hold the fellowship together such as the tradition that no man or woman could be excluded and there were no leaders, just ordinary folks that volunteered to do service, that there were no dues or fees expected and that we were a, um, that we were a group of attraction, not promotion. As a new member of Overeaters Anonymous, it was suggested to me that I find a sponsor to guide me as I went through the steps and that I must be willing to accept the proposition that it would, at some point I'd be open to accept that on my own I was hopeless, but that my higher power would be by my side through the high points and low points in my life, that I might finally start to become the person I yearned to be 
clearing my body so I could learn to forgive myself and to forgive others and to forgive the world, to avoid anger and through continuous prayer and meditation improve my conscious contact with my higher power and clear away my old ideas, images, and beliefs so that I could become happier with myself, to stop lying to myself and accept that I have a disease called compulsive overeating and a mental twist that keeps sending me back to the pain and suffering my disease brought me. But to know I can recover and look at the world with gratitude, to see the beauty and hope, that is what this book offers me. What a gift to me, to you and the world, all wrapped up in a big blue book, transforming this woman. No, I could never go back to being the woman I was. If I never, if I always realized that I must never graduate from Overeaters Anonymous, I feel safe and protected knowing we value and respect each other's anonymity, that we are all equal, no better, no worse. We all want the same Barbara. thing. To recover, recover, recover. I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara E. Okay, now before I take some names for pe- from people who would like to share, um, let me just say that we here value everybody's uh, um, experience, strength, and hope. However, we ask that you limit your sharing frequency to every third day so that other people might be able to get their voices heard as well. And so I'm going to do my very best to hear everybody's names. So if you would, if you want to share now, please let me know. Who would like to share on this? These two paragraphs. Janice, Janice P. M. Janice. Melissa C. Janice C. Carolyn H. Hold on, hold on, Melissa Miss Ginger. Who was after Ginger? Carolyn H. Carolyn H. Yes, H. Okay. Anyone else? Heidi L. Heidi. Heidi? Was it Heidi? Yes. Oh, that was it. Heidi. Yes, it's Heidi. Okay. Heidi L. L. And one more. Did I hear one more? Geneva P. Geneva. Okay, that's it for the first group. Wonderful. Oh, that was that was very nice. Could hear everybody. So we have Janice PM, and she'll be followed by Melissa C, Ginger C, Carolyn H, Heidi L, and Geneva P. Okay, Janice, go ahead, please. Janice PM. I'm unmuted. Okay, thank you for your loving service. Penny. My name is Janice PM. I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Yeah, this uh, forward to the second edition is a continuation of, you know, a brief history of the first 16 to 20 years of this book. Boy, what a miracle. What a miracle uh, this book is. And it mushroomed. You know, it's a, it, it's a history of the creation of the fellowship. You know, Bill tells us how 
you know, through Dr. Silkworth and the Oxford group, he found a solution to his alcoholism. And that's what I found, a solution to my compulsive overeating in this book through Bill W., the Oxford group, Dr. Silkworth with the grave nature. This is what we're going to learn. And by trying to help other alcoholics, other compulsive overeaters, this fellowship of ours, or Overeaters Anonymous Alcohol AA grew and grew and grew like mushrooms. You know, mushrooms grow wild. They just accumulate. But the, the thing is, why did it get so big? You know, and why does um, a vision for you grow and grow and grow? Because we, are, we get recovered. We have the solution in this book. This book has the solution, and we learn from it. And, and, uh, and families get reunited. What better thing than that? Those two reasons that we get recovered from a grave, the grave nature of my disease, and then families recover, and then it flourishes just like a vision for you. They started eight years ago with about 30 members. Imagine, now it could be 400 above. Why? Because they hear the message of recovery. What a miracle. As long as we can continue in the whole content of the book, the message to help other suffering compulsive overeaters. That's what I see with this when Dr. Bob and Bill worked with each other. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice. And that was Janice PM. And now we're going to have Melissa C. And she's going to be followed by Ginger C. Good morning, Melissa. Hi. Good morning, Penny. Thank you so much for your service this morning. I'm Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and I live in New York. Um, you know, I see the word miracle. I get like super excited. That's like my, uh, I feel like I'm Pavlov's dog. I just, I get like, I have an immediate response. Um, you know, it, I can't help but get excited because it's an extensive miracle, you know, large scale, far reaching, that's wholesale. And you know, they're, of course, talking about the growth of the fellowship, um, and, and that is miraculous, the fact that, you know, I can get on a meeting and, like, and be participating virtually with the entire world. I had that privilege, and I can speak to friends in Italy and, and in the Spanish-speaking world, but that's huge enough, right? But I can talk about a personal miracle, a personal wholesale miracle that's occurred in my life, you know. I've experienced an extensive, large-scale miracle of healing, you know, a personality change. I, I went from a trembling, beaten-down woman who could not break free from the powerful pull of food to someone, like, brimming over with self-reliance and confidence. And, you know, if you look up a miracle, it's a surprising and welcoming event that's just too unbelievable, that defies all odds, that it's not possibly caused by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine power, right? It's an act that can only be attributed to God and nothing else makes sense. And so to me personally, like I can speak of wholesale miracles and 
um, I think about like on page 57, it says like, what is this but a miracle of healing, yet its elements are simple. And, you know, I've learned that we live in the age of miracles. And, and better yet, it's not a fluke. We actually have directions for creating a miracle, you know, for participating in the creation of a miracle. The creation is from God, but that we can participate in it. And um, and I've seen it occur not just in my life, but in the lives of other people again and again. If you follow the directions, you get a miracle. Like, you know, I'm not owned by food anymore. I'm not the same self-consumed, fearful woman um, that I was a few years ago. I actually enjoy different things than I ever did before. And I didn't cause that in myself, right? That happened for me. Um, why? Because I reached a point where I could not stand life anymore as I was living it. I couldn't live with the food, and I couldn't live without the food. And so I did the next right thing. I kind of fell to my knees, and I prayed, and I pleaded for help, and I got it. And um, it's available to anybody. Thanks. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa. And now we have Ginger C. coming up. Good morning, Ginger. Hi, Penny. Thank you so much for your service this morning. And this is Ginger C., a recovered compulsive eater, and I got star one. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Almost five years, people, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Um, So grateful to be with you visionaries this morning. I have been on COVID clock and barely getting up at 6 o'clock. And um, so I got up early this morning, and I just knew I wanted to say hello. Oh, my God. And what another, you know, another section where we get to reflect on the gifts today. Thank you, God. Thank you for this grace. Anyone that's recovered, it's only because of God that we're here no longer seeing food as a solution. And, you know, this wholesale miracle, the twos, the threes, the fives, and how they showed up. And now, you know, there's just thousands of people, thousands everywhere, because this started in Alcoholics Anonymous 85 years ago. That's when this all began. So you can only imagine the thousands of people that are living a good life today, happy, joyous, and free because of some words on a page. And I'll never forget the pain that I showed up into at Virginia Beach. And I'll never forget the ladies and their sashes and the power of the big book. And I just was like, what the hell is going on? What is this all about? I had no idea. No idea until I cracked it open with someone in whom the problem had been solved. And then I knew, wow, the power of the big book. I was hopeless. I was dying and I was desperate. And this book just saved my life. This book just took the food away and gave me a whole new world because I got tapped into this power, this great reality down within me. And to be free from the food nightmare, oh, my God. That's why I still cry. I can't even believe that I'm not eating, especially in these times. Hello. This is the time that it would be game on. And to see that my answer today just lies in staying close and connected, this conscious contact, 
That's what gives me the strength and courage to persevere and to keep walking this path no matter what curveball comes my way. I can hit it today with God because we're both at the, with the bat in hand, ready to go. And so thank God. Thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank God for this big book. I had no idea a book. And thank God for a vision for you. Another huge shout out. I had another gentleman, long, long years in AA, so grateful to tap into these lines with this clear message, this consistent message that we are so privileged to be a part of every morning. I just got to dial in. I got to wash, rinse, repeat, and do it again. And then I get to live a life. That's time, where there is no greater joy because it's about you and it's about connection and it's about love. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Ginger C. And the next up is Carolyn H. And she's going to be followed by Heidi L. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Thank you for your service. Uh, this is Carolyn, compulsive over eater from Atlanta, Georgia. I just want to say I'm just so thankful for the fellowship and that this um, program was discovered or found back in the early 1900s. Um, and the one thing uh, the, that I've learned uh, is that the disease is universal. Uh, no one is exempt, and uh, we all have the same thing in common. And I'm just so thankful that uh, someone else is out there that understands uh, my disease. And uh, with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carolyn. Welcome to be here. Thank you. And now Heidi L. And then Geneva P. Heidi? Good morning. This is Heidi L. from Toronto. I'm very, very grateful to be here. And when I read that, I just wanted to share with the group that I have been in a 12-step meeting. Two of them, I was in uh, New Delhi. They didn't speak English, and it didn't matter. Uh, and I got, I knew I was in the right place when I saw the 12 steps and the 12 traditions um, written in Hindi. And I was just there. And I've been at the 12 Coconuts meeting on the beach in Hawaii. And I just, it never ceases to amaze me and thrill me that I am part of such a gigantic, wonderful fellowship. And I'm grateful to this meeting. And I feel also like we speak a special language. I've known this for a long time, that we speak a special language in these in the 12-step programs and I feel like learning this language for this meaning is particularly special, and I'm grateful to all of you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Heidi. Good to have you here. Geneva P., it's your turn. Hi, I'm Geneva. I'm a compulsive overeater. Good morning. Um, I I am uh, so grateful for this phone meeting. I... um, you know, it's, it's the language of the heart for me. And I just, I can't believe that I have these beautiful tools that I get to apply one day at a time 
to my recovery and I'll, I'll share, I too have been in meetings, you know, out of the country in Costa Rica and um, also, you know, throughout the United States and it doesn't matter. Um, there's a message in every meeting and, you know, you walk through the doors and you're home. Um, I will share that I am, I've been coming to Overeaters Anonymous for about two and a half years. And I heard a woman say the other day at a meeting, you know, she came in in 1980, but didn't start recovering until 1985. And she just continued to relapse and continued to relapse. And um, I, you know, I'm also a member of other 12-step groups, and there's something about my disease of compulsive overeating that tells me that the food isn't as serious as as the other addictions that I've had. And so I've been struggling, and I've had periods of abstinence, um, so I know what that looks like, but I believe that my higher power has brought me to this highest place where I know, you know, like he's teaching me to know that I know that I know that I am a compulsive overeater. And um, my sponsor asked me uh, the other day, you know, what step are you on? And I said, well, I think I'm on step eight. And she said, I think you're on step one. And, you know, what a blessing that I have people that have gone before me that can, you know, call me out. They can where I am because they've been there too and guide me gently back to where I need to be so you know to be with people who like was said you know speak my language I'm not judged we all that um, incomprehensible demoralization um, that connects all of us, you know, we were all there. And then on the, the flip side of that, the happy, joyous and free that comes, you know, when we're free of, of that compulsion. And so, you know, back to basics, I have my 12 and 12 and I'm on step one today. And this is a powerful meeting. And one of the suggestions was make a meeting every day. So that's what I'm doing. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Geneva P. And we're going to be ready to take more names. Um, and just a reminder that we are reading from the forward to the second edition. We're reading two paragraphs ending with larger future ahead. And um, we t- now I'm ready to take more names of people who would like to share. Vinnie T. Pauline T. Wait a minute, Vinnie T. W. Hold on. Vinnie T. Who was after Vinnie? Pauline T. Pauline T. Suzanne G. Rosie W. Wait a minute. Who G, please? Suzanne G. Suzanne? Yes. Okay. And somebody W? Rosie W. Oh, I didn't get your first name. Rosie S. Oh, hold on. Who is... Tony W R O S I. Last initial W. I didn't get your first name. Rosie R O S I E. R A. R O S I E. Rosie. S I E. Okay. And who else, please? I've got Vinny, Pauline, Suzanne, and and uh, Racy. And who else? Shlomi Hanabini. 
blown up. All right. And did I hear one more? Okay, let's go with those people. We have Vinny T, Pauline T, Suzanne G, Razy W, and Sona Hannah B. So, Vinny T, you're up. Vinny T? Uh, am I being heard? Yes, thank you. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is Vinny T, recovered in North Carolina. Um, this reading today reminds me of the very first miracle that I encountered in, in OA, and that was uh, having moved from New York uh, when I retired, which is about 10 million people. I moved to a, an area, a town uh, and county that are very small and um, only about 5,000 people in town. And uh, when the seed was planted and I thought about going to OA as a an option, um, I looked up in the uh, OA uh, website thinking, well, there there won't be anything here. Um, but that was the miracle. There was. And not only that, when I went to the meeting, it turned out that there were just two people at the at the meeting, one of whom was the woman who was the keeper of that meeting, and the other was another newcomer. But the most wonderful thing is that the woman who was the keeper of the meeting uh, had maintained that meeting for over 10 years and sat out in her car waiting for people to come. And maybe in that 10 years, three or four people did show up, uh, not at the same time. But she would keep the meeting going. And at that time when uh, when I and this other newcomer came, um, it had been years since she had had anybody come and, and attend the meeting, but she went every week and stayed and waited at least 15 minutes to see if anybody would show up. And to me, that commitment and dedication was such a, a, a it was it was a miracle. Um, it was what I mean. To, there was somebody there when I needed them. Um, I will never forget it, and I am so dedicated to going to our face-to-face -face meetings, and I miss them terribly. Um, we get to see each other on Zoom, but, you know, we don't get the hugs. And <laughs> it, it really, um, I, I pray that this will, you know, that we'll be able to get back together soon. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Vinny T. And next we have Pauline T. Good morning, Pauline. Yes, Sorry, good morning. This is Pauline T. And um, I am a recovered overeater. I'm new, so it's um, I hesitate in sharing. Um, and yet I have been in OA for 46 years, and um, I have a lot of wisdom. But I'm still a student, and I'm still in that spiritual kindergarten, wanting to continue my growth. And I love the, um, the word defining us as being visionaries. I have within me a sense of um, clear vision. 
and I received knowings, directives, and assignments from that higher power that I choose to call God. I, um, I trust that. My experience, once I found that still small voice, amidst all the other chaos, I trusted it, and I followed it. And now my experience, when I hear it, no one can dissuade me from the way that it leads me. I was praying because I am in relapse. My husband died last year, and I did leave my place of work that I loved due to the virus. And um, very hard feeling the, the loss, but the gain that I'm experiencing now with this uh, vision meeting, I feel a new energy, a passion is restored for life. And I just thank everyone, and um, I will keep coming. Pass. Thank you, Pauline T. And we'll be welcoming newcomers at the end of this hour, so please um, please be there and, and give your number if you wish. Next we have Susie and G, and she's going to be followed by Ray Z W. Good morning, Suzanne. Sorry, do you mind telling us what we read again, please? We read, we're in the forward to the second edition, and we read two the first two paragraphs. Okay, this is Suzanne G. in California, um, compulsive overeater in relapse at the moment. But what I'm looking at here is a wholesale miracle has taken place. And then I see um, 150,000 recovered alcoholics. And then again, many of our friends encourage us by saying that this is but a beginning, only the augury. And I have around it, I have the words hope and promise of a much larger future ahead. And that is what, that's what keeps me coming back. That this book can give hope. Um, when I feel hopeless, like I'm never going to get it. But I've I've had a taste. I've gone through the steps. I've done that with vision. And self-will, pride, I don't know what what it is. That um, um, my sponsor told me that probably something that I just have to go to. It's terrible. Um... But I'm going to keep coming to the meeting. I'm going to try to keep reading. I've been making calls, trying to get out of myself. I know I'm doing the self-pity thing. <laughs> so, it's, um, it's difficult. But I know it's probably my self-will, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to give it to him so it will go away. But, um, I'm really glad you guys are here, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep coming back. Thanks. Thank you, Suzanne, and we're glad you're here as well. And the next person to share is Raisy W. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. 
Great, thank you. Hello, I'm uh, Rosie W, Recover Compulsive Overeater in the UK. Um, thank you everyone for giving service on this meeting. I'm finding it, gosh, just so powerful today, all the gratitude and also the honesty. Um, I've been lurking and listening to these meetings for quite a while now, but um, I told myself that I wasn't allowed to share because I haven't uh, worked the steps in vision yet, even though I plan to. Um, actually, I find this these two paragraphs so incredibly powerful i had to i just had to um they give me goosebumps we go from at the end of the forward to the first edition we shall be interested to hear from those who are getting results from this book um particularly those who have commenced work with alcoholics 16 years later we go to a wholesale miracle with more than 6,000 groups around the world um as i said it gives me goosebumps and the first time the first time I ever read it, I thought, gosh, I really am. I have found something incredibly powerful here. But um, a few years later, um, I thought that I, <laughs> I suffered the delusion that I was so well that I didn't need OA. And so I left for a while. And when I came back, because of course I came back, there is no other solution for me. I started, of course, with the big book. And when I read this, these two paragraphs, I started crying. Um, because I remembered and I couldn't believe that I'd forgotten that all I need, everything I need to have a sane and useful life is in this book. Um, and it is a program of wholesale miracles, both on the personal level and on the group level. You know, for me, when I came in, I was convinced that there was nothing on earth that could stop me eating. I was so beaten. I was so sick. I was so desperate. And, and yet within weeks, um, I had recovered you know i was i was on you know i was i was abstinent from my i was abstinent from compulsive eating and i was more sane than i was insane and that was the first time in my life in 30 years that that had been possible um and i continue to be and as others have shared i've there is not a place on you know in the world and i've uh, lived and traveled abroad a lot where i haven't been able to find a room full of people who speak this language and it doesn't matter for me which fellowship it is. I'll go to any fellowship because they're all following the instructions laid out in this book and the instructions laid out in this book of what made what have made my life possible. I'm sharing from my bed in the UK where I'm lying with my baby, who I would not have if it were not for this programme. I would not have my partner. I would not have my health. I quite possibly would not have my life. So I'm an incredibly grateful Recover Compulsive Reader today. Thanks for hearing me. Thank you, Rosie W. And Slona Hannah B., it's your turn now. Thank you so much. I'm Shlomi Hannah B. Um, thank you so much for your service to the moderator and um, to every single person that is on this line. There is no way I could do this without you. Um, and I love this phrase, a wholesale miracle. Um, that is so apropos. Um, I love the description of 16 years later how the program of Alcoholics Anonymous just mushroomed and exploded and just, you know, uh, expanded out of the United States and into country after country after country. And why is that? Because this was the first time that there really was a solution to a problem that was centuries old. Um, 
you know, recognizing that the alcoholic is really a sick person, not a bad person that needs to be locked up, but a sick person that needs help. And, you know, taking that, I think taking that attitude really um, makes all the difference in the world. I know that for me as a compulsive overeater, um, being able to think of myself as a sick person rather than a bad person um, is comforting. But what's even more comforting is that there's a solution that's offered. And the solution has been given to, I mean, now millions of people around the world. Um, and I'm so grateful, you know. I think of those, that handful of people, the, the twos and the threes and the fives that's described in that paragraph, you know, when Alcoholics Anonymous first started, how brave they were. You know, they really were going against the grain because before that, alcoholics were locked up. They were seen as just dangerous, bad people. And that broke the mold that were not dangerous and bad, that were just sick. And from that twos and threes and then hundreds and thousands and, and millions. And I'm so grateful for those twos and threes and fives of people, you know, because because of their work that they did. Um, we have this program today. And I don't have to stay stuck, you know. I don't have to stay stuck in my compulsive overeating. I don't have to stay stuck in my food addiction. I can really embrace this program and follow the guidelines in this book, this textbook that shows me how to recover and to have a great life. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Swami Hannah B. And now I think we can take three more people who would like to share. Who would like to do that? Devorah S. Devorah S. Devorah S. Okay. Who else? Diana S. Diana S. Is it S as in Frank? S as in Sam. Oh, S again. Okay. And one more. Well, let's go with Devorah and Diana and then we'll see. Okay, go ahead, Devorah. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. My name is Deborah S., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. And um, who would think that this, you know, honestly, I, I skipped these these forwards, you know, at the beginning when I got this book. I figured, oh, what, what could this have that I need to know about? But such information over here, it, it's incredible um, to, to hear, you know, the growth of this program and how it came to be. And, you know, that last sentence, many of our friends encourage us by, sh- by saying that this is but a beginning, only the augury of a much larger future ahead. Um, here, you know, they're talking about how many people have, they have recovered, and we come on this meet, how, how recovered, and it's spread out in all these different, you know, countries internationally, and yet it's just the beginning. And, you know, honestly as well, I, you know, we have so many people on this line, but there are so many people out there in this world, my neighbor, people who don't know about, who never heard of Overeaters Anonymous. Um, and it's, 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 it's our responsibility. It's my responsibility to spread the word, you know, through my, through my actions, through my, 
you know, planting seeds. You know, people ask me, what do you do? You know, they see I'm maintaining a very large weight loss, 150 pounds. What do you do? You know, I, I tell them, this is where I go. This is what I do. Um, planting seeds. And sometimes those seeds sprout. People come back to me and say, oh, could you give me more information? Um, and, you know, and they get on it also. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop me. I, this is what I need to do. This is just the beginning of, of, of who we have here. And, you know, when we sponsoring other people, you know, being on the front lines, making sure, you know, being there for, for newcomers, you know, this is because like it says, it's just the beginning and there's so much more people out there who need to hear from us, who need to hear this message. And it's our responsibility to share it as recovered people on this line. We can't hold it back. We have to give it away. And that's how powerful it is of this, how powerful sponsoring is, because that's our obligation it was given to us. We need to give it away. And, um, and it is a miracle, you know, each morning that I could wake up and, and be there and get out of myself and be there for others. Um, you know, and I, Honestly, I, I grew up hearing a lot about miracles growing up because I went to a religious school and I heard, you know, the Bible stories and the miracles that God had, had done. Um, but you know what? I never experienced it like I do experience it today. The miracles of, of, of working this program and um, seeing God's hand in my life in every area of what I do. And, and I'm just so grateful to be open and aware today. And it's not hidden because under the food and, and, and uh, you know, binging and eating and not able to focus. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Devorah S. And Diana S. Hi, good morning. This is Diana S. Gratefully recovered in Arkansas. Uh, thank you so much letting me share this morning um i also want to share on that last sentence more on the last few words um there's a much larger future ahead um that you know when i read that it, that to me is a promise of what life can look like if we continue to carry this message which is you know part of our um part of our journey here as a member of, uh, you know, Vision for You, a member of the 12 Steps. And, you know, if we, what can happen if, you know, we we don't do that, um, you know, someone's future can be affected. Of course, we don't get to control the outcome of, um, you know, what will happen with with the message that, that we spread. You know, God's in control of that. But it just makes me feel so thankful for all the people that, you know, went before me and who, you know, didn't just say thank you and and went on their their own journey. They they wanted to share this because they were just that grateful and that, and that's what happens when, you know, you start to witness miracles in your life. You you start to be open to, you know, the gratitude, the attitude of gratitude I've heard mentioned before. Um, you know, that that's like a new way of life now when we start seeking ways to be helpful and that's what this program has given me. It, it's helped me get out of myself and see how I can be helpful around me. 
um, which is something that I never thought of before. You know, I was in my selfish ways. Uh, what can I do to make Diana feel better? You know, whether it was being in the food and when the food didn't work, I turned to other things and it would just lead me right back to the food and it just was about me. And, you know, carrying this message teaches me that it is not about me. You know, it's it's about so much more than that. It's about how can I help others come to know, you know, the divine. And, yeah, um, and it's really just doing the work, you know, um, living in 10, 11, and 12. And, and when that doesn't work, you know, living 10, 11, and 12 over and over again, um, always seeking God is is um, what just is what has taught me um, to continue living in this program. Um, you know, whether I practice one step or another, it's it's pointing me in the direction towards God and to help someone else. And for that, I'm so grateful. Um, with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Diana S. And I have time for one more share. Who would like to take that? Do we have one more person to share? Hi, this is Felicia D. Felicia B. Go ahead, Felicia. Hi, I'm Felicia D., uh, recovered by the grace of God in Maine. And I just wanted to say... um, I'm just grateful for the miracle of recovery, and I'm grateful for everybody who does service on this meeting. And for me, um, the greatest miracle has been freedom from the bondage of self. And, um, you know, I found hope here. I find God here in the voices of those who share their recovery. So I'm just grateful. Uh, keep coming. There's hope. There's freedom, and God is here. And with that, I pass. Okay. Thank you, Felicia B. And that leaves us with two minutes. So, if anyone has a a quick share, you'd like to jump in now. Otherwise, we'll close. Okay. I'm going to close now. Michael. Who is this? Michael. My Joe, so we're down to about one minute. Can you do one minute? Absolutely. Just wanted to say thank you to all that are on the meeting, but especially thank you to the founders of AA and for the vision, people who had the vision to let us study this. And happy 4th of July. Thank you, God. I have the freedom from food today. And I pass. Well, that's a wonderful way to close. Thank you, Maj O. Okay, so um, if Liz V is able, Liz V, are you able to read the... I am. Okay, go ahead, please. Hi, Liz V, Gratefully Recovered. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly close, disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. 
see to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We, will, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.